History happened everywhere. A random time, a random place, and a topic pulled from the hat. The challenge to find the fascinating... Wait, 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 Pete. You've forgotten what time of year it is. Oh, right. Yeah, it's just after Christmas. And that can mean only one thing. It's It's the the end end of the the year year quiz. quiz. History happened everywhere. End of the year quiz 2023. And here's your host, the decider of dreaded destinies. Hello, it's the end of the year again, and so it's time to do the end of the year quiz. This year, Pete and Ron have been on an almost remarkable journey, visiting 25 different destinations around the world. But now it's time to see how much they've remembered. So, the moment of truth has arrived. It is time to put our co-hosts to the test. There will be a number of thrilling rounds, answering questions meticulously crafted by a friend of the show, Jim Coulson. And in the end, we'll have a new History Happened Everywhere champion. So now, let's introduce our lovely contestants. Hello, my name is Pete Goddard. I enjoy running, long walks on the beach and pina coladas. Hello, my name is Ryan Weir. I like red meat, walking with friends and climbing tall buildings. Okay, the first three questions are to Ryan about Pete's episodes. So, you've been to a number of countries this year. How much do you remember about each other's episodes? Very little. Next to nothing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so there are three questions about each other's country. So, Ryan, you're up first. Great. So, which country did Facebook declare war on in 2016? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Philippines. One point. Woohoo! Oh, nice. And how? Uh, They published the Filipino flag upside down. Which is the war flag, of course. Which is indeed the war flag, yeah. Question two. Ryan, which country is the birthplace of a sad ballad type of music called mourner? Pass. (laughs) Confidently doesn't know it. Pass. I do not know the answer. Pass it to me. If Pete gets it wrong, he loses a point. And he doesn't even have a point yet. (laughs) (laughs) Could I be the first to dip into negative figures in the end of the year quiz? No, because it is in fact Cabo Verde. That's correct. Ah, nuts. I even played you some on the episode, Ryan. I'm disappointed. I I know, I know. (laughs) So, in which country was one of the proposed birthplaces of colour television? Oh, oh. I remember talking about it. I do too. It was somewhere like Russia. I'm going to say Russia. That's incorrect. Ryan. Yes. (laughs) Can I I steal? (laughs) Well, you, you can tell me the answer, but if you get it wrong, you lose a point. Okay. You don't need to buzz. Okay. Uh, Mexico. That is correct. Ah, yeah. And for a bonus of one point, who was it? Yeah, let's move on to the next one. So, second question, Pete. 
which country has the highest divorce rate in the world? Oh, 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 oh. I'm getting ready to steal. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. Oh, that's painful. Okay, I'm going to have to pass that over to Ryan. Damn you, Pete, for not knowing. <laughs> Ryan? Yeah. Okay, which country Sorry, has the... Which country... Sue, what did... What did... I, sorry, what? I, I did... You're not looking this up, are you? No, I'm just trying to delay the question so I can think a little bit more. Which country has the highest divorce rate in the world? Oh. I need your answer now. But Belgium... <laughs> We've never even done Belgium. You lose a point. <laughs> <laughs> you should remember we had a big discussion on whether the figures could possibly be right and then you checked them. Yeah. Don't you remember that? No. <laughs> I remember the whole conversation. I just can't remember the place. The Maldives. Oh. oh. Now, the next question, first of all, if you answer it with my ambiguous statement, okay. Why it's why I believe this is ambiguous. Uh, I'll give you a bonus point, Peter. I would love a bonus point. Thank you very much. So, this is the question as written. Which country doesn't have a time zone? Huh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so, this, the, I'm not sure the ambiguity is going to be my biggest problem. <laughs> this is not the strongest start to the end of the year quiz, is it? grim, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I'll pass. Pass to Ryan. It's Ryan's problem I now. pass back to Peter. Now I pass it back again. <laughs> okay, I think I think we'll fifteen get, love. We'll get, we shall get zero points for that, and I, I I have to say that this question has not been checked. For, uh, according to Jim, the answer is Antarctica, but Antarctica is not a country. <laughs> <laughs> point one. Point two. Well, the United States doesn't have a time zone. It has five. Oh, I see. Semantics. Ah, well, is... yeah, you've got you've got to be. So I'm afraid that's a minus one to Jim on that. <laughs> it's not even here. Jim, we can still points. beat Jim Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> So at the end of that interesting first round, I'm afraid that the scores are just one point to Pete and one point to Ryan, and Jim has minus one point. <laughs> well, I was going to say things can only get better, but after that incredibly pathetic start, I'm not <laughs> sure that it could. <laughs> Oh dear, we're embarrassing. <laughs> so, you have researched some fascinating characters over the last 12 months. So, what I'll do is I'll give you some clues to some of the people. There are three of them. You don't need to give me your name, although there'll be a bonus if you get it right. Just need to know why they featured in the podcast, so why they were significant enough to be in the podcast. So, I'll, I'll read through a series of questions... They'll, they'll start at five, and every fact that I give, it'll reduce by one. And so if you get it at that one, you know what I mean. Okay, okay. So question number one. 
This person grew up in the Indonesian countryside and left school at age 12. Was she the assassin of a North Korean dictator's brother? Yes. Yes. I remember the thing. <laughs> it amazingly, it's five points to Peter. Yes. I launched myself into the stratosphere with that one. Hooray. Number two. I fell in love with one of my dad's soldiers. <laughs> who did that? Uh, is it a woman who was half a volcano? Yes, it was a woman who was half a volcano. What? <laughs> That's not even a thing. This was your episode, Ryan. Was it? Okay. <laughs> so the final question in this round. This person was born on the 9th of December, 1880. To a Muslim family. No? No. <laughs> the person's father was a noble. They wanted to study more than just Arabic, but women weren't encouraged to oh. do that. Oh. Ryan? This was the woman who wrote the story about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> the sci-fi, right? This was the science fiction writer. Yes. Uh, so I think that was three points there. Yay! Oh, that was a strong comeback. I was on the brink there, Ryan. You timed that just right. OK, that's the end of round two. So, Ryan has four points and Peter has 11. So, we are now looking for some vexillological questions. All right, flag round. Well done, well done. No points for that, though. How accurate and easy to understand are some descriptions of flags? So Jim has gone through all of your episodes and has extracted the descriptions of some flags. Okay. Number one. So there's actually two flags to choose from, depending on who, who you're backing in the Civil War. Both of them look quite similar. They're three horizontal bars of equal size. One of them is red, white and black from top to bottom. Uh, and in the white band, there are two green stars. The alternative is the same three horizontal bars, but green, white and black and three stars in the middle. I've no idea. Peter. That is Syria. OK, and what do the two stars represent? Uh... Uh, which side of the Civil War you're on? <laughs> no, it was because it was the United Arab Republic, wasn't it? Which was going to be made of Syria and Egypt. So each of those was the start. Ah, uh, yes. OK, next flag, please. It's red with a green rectangle in the middle, which then contains a vertical white crescent moon. Yep, no idea. Ah, uh, yes. I think that is the Maldives. Well, you're on a stonker there, Peter. Oh, come on. I've been to the Maldives too. <laughs> <laughs> and it was your episode. <laughs> Moving on, let's listen to number three. It's a blue flag, and about a third of the way up from the bottom, there's three stripes of white, red and white again. And the symbolism of that is, as is common, the blue is the sea and the sky, which surround the island nation, obviously. The band of red and white represents the road to the future, consisting of peace, which is the white, and effort, the red. And then over this, there's a circle of ten gold stars, a little bit like the stars on the EU flag, and those ten stars represent each of the islands of the country. No idea. I'm going to gamble because they said island. No, there's thousands of islands, isn't there? 
I'm going to pass. I don't know. It's already been mentioned. It's... Cabo Verde. Now, I'll give you half a point, Ryan. Why? Because it is. <laughs> <laughs> but you should have said so in the first place. <laughs> okay. Sticking with islands, number four, please. However, there is also an unofficial flag uh, which exists, and that is a little more elaborate. It has a black or a red background, and uh, on top of which is an image of a yellow sun with a green sugar cane. And above that is a blue stripe containing three yellow fleur-de-lis. Yeah. Now, I definitely know where this was, so I'm just going to give Pete the chance to think it through. I, you know, Divine. Yeah. Do you want to share with the audience? No, I thought I'd me? give you a chance to. Um, did, you, did you think that? Yeah. <laughs> I thought this I'd just give you a chance. The place with the big sugar yep. and yep. history Go place on. where they did the museum yep. of sugary slavery. I guess I'm just going to have to go. Yeah. Guadeloupe. Ah. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that end of the round? So, yes, and that's very fortunate this ended, isn't it? Because it was rather tedious, that one. <laughs> so the next round is who, what, when, where and why. The five W's are the basis for all thorough investigations. This round features five questions, each beginning with one of them. One point for each correct answer. And this is a buzz round. OK, I'm ready. Question one. Who, whilst being held a prisoner, ordered 16 course meals four times a day, which were served buffet style with a choice of fish, meat, venison, rabbit and other such delicacies? <coughs> Ryan. It was the lady what got killed. <laughs> was it Mary, Queen of Scots? Oh! Well done. Yeah. Suck it, Pete. <laughs> okay, question number two. What type of creature weighs up to 330 pounds? That's 150 kilos. In the- <laughs> that is the Kamchatka brown bear. No. What? Uh, I will read out the full question to Peter. What type of creature weighs up to 330 pounds, 150 kilograms in new money, eats up to 6,000 calories a day, can grow up to three metres tall and live for up to 400 years and has up to 150 words for wood? Yeah, come on, Pete, answer that. Is it a Wookiee? Yes! Oh, my goodness! <laughs> oh, no way! From the Star Wars episode. <laughs> oh, suck it, Ryan. <laughs> a Kamchatka brown bear is pretty close to a Wookiee, I would say. Very few words for wood, though. Yeah, I think Jim went blind about it, didn't he? So he- oh. I was on the brink of saying a North American bison, so I was really right. (laughs) When is the sun directly over the Tropic of Cancer at midday? The Tropic of Cancer is a very funny Funny place. place. (laughs) Because? Answer the question. I forgot what the question was. I heard Tropic of Cancer. I hear Tropic of Cancer, I will sing. Peter, when is the sun directly over the Tropic of Cancer, which is the most northerly circle of latitude on Earth at which this can happen? 
Well, uh, it's going to be uh, noon on the solstice. Equinox. Solstice. Uh, solstice. Solstice. Equinox. Equinox. I want a date. Janumba. Janumba. Janumba the four tumph. Janumba the four tumph, I think, is the answer there, Your Honour. August 30th. God almighty. Uh, well, it's got to be a solstice. Solstice, sun still. Yeah, I don't it know when it is, it they be, are. It can't be an equinox. Because of the equal knot. Actually, that's sensible. I've, been so, not, I've never made that blink before. It's the 21st of June. Uh, it was within a month and a bit. <laughs> no no points at all. I'm very close to the deducting points on that one. The fourth W, where did people take part in the sport of knuckle hopping? <laughs> I... <laughs> Canada? Was it Canada? <laughs> was it Canada? It wasn't Canada, was it? No. Well, you've no, it wasn't. <laughs> well, okay, okay, Ron, I'll give you that point. Oh, Yay! It was in the North America episode. And the final question in this round, why did the invention of the car possibly save the bird of paradise? Ah. Peter, you were first. Because people stopped wearing fancy hats with feathers in them because the car wasn't conducive to it, so they stopped hunting the bird of paradise. Absolutely correct. Yes! I remember the thing that I spent a long time studying and researching. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of round four, four rounds already, it seems like it's taken forever. Ryan has seven and a half points. That's rather pathetic. (laughs) And Peter storming into the lead with 15 points. Bit of catching up to do there. Uh, For this round, we asked ChatGPT to explain some episodes from 2023. You just need to work out which episodes these descriptions refer. Okay. So, ChatGPT has said, A bony chill-out zone where sometimes the adventurers find themselves playing hide-and-seek with the dead, just like... The Paris Catacombs. For one point, a bonus if you can tell me the name of the person who was there. Yeah. Pierre <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, okay. Pun. Pierre Pun. I'll pass that on for a bonus of one if you can get the name. I will not be getting that name. I, okay. I remember the story vividly, but uh, his name escapes me because I was too busy fighting off rats. Ratman. <laughs> yes, his name was Philippe Asper. Philippe Asper. Okay, so question number two. A scholar flunks his career exams and pivots to underground salt hustling, sparking a national ruckus. His roller coaster uprising, complete with a brief stint as a self declared emperor, ends with a Shakespearean twist, leaving his country in an historical pickle. 
I do remember this. I don't know who the character was. So I've got Canada in my head. No, it was the was salt. Doctor. You did the salt thing. Did I? <laughs> there was a guy who was smuggling salt. Salt smuggler. Oh, a salt smuggler. Oh, it's coming back. A salt Half smuggler. a point if you can tell me the episode. A point if you can give me it in context. China, China. Yeah, it was over China way, China but I think it was Tropic of Cancer. China. I'm saying China. Half point to Ryan. Why only half a point? Because the the full answer was the story of Huang Chao from the Tropic of Cancer episode. Right. Question number three. Back in the day, families and mates passed down fighting tricks like prized family recipes. This local hobby turned club rivalry. Peter. This is the Escrima episode, The Philippines. Correct. Okay, number four. A young fuzzy giant with a knack for the mystical and an eco-friendly weapon became a hero by feeding Ryan. This was the young Wookiee whose name is Buriaga Agaberry. Oh, where did you pull that from? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well done. You've you have redeemed yourself on the Star Wars. Oh my goodness. That, I'm impressed. Okay, and the last question in this round. Chumming it up with nobility at school, a chap ends up bagging the most intimate job in the kingdom. Ryan. This was the Scotland episode, and it was King James the first mate who was the groom of the stool and his name <laughs> was Eric yeah. Poopy Hands. <laughs> I'll give you that. You've, you've given me virtually all of it apart from the name. But uh, the, So it was Thomas Erskine who was, the, oh, Erskine. Who, who was the groom of the stool. So not Eric Poopy Hands then. No, no. <laughs> I, that, I, was, I, that was how James called it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ryan, you've caught up a bit at the end of round five. So you now have 11 points and Peter has 16. So a good round for Ryan there. Wow. Well done, Pete. So... On your travels around the world, you found some interesting and unusual curiosities. So you need to tell me for one point what the episode was and for two points, a description of it. All right. Okay. There are four questions here and it's on the buzzer. Number one, where did we come across MILF? (laughs) (laughs) Peter. This was the Philippines. Correct. And it is an Islamic front, a terror, a terror Islamic organisation, which have the unfortunate acronym of MILF. And I thought the other point, you need to give me what M-I-L-F stands for. The Moro Islamic Liberation Front. Moro Islamic Liberation. I'll give you two points for that. Oh, it's just... Okay. What was sluttish... Nasty and slothful people. The Scottish episode talking about the English. One point, Peter. And the explanation. 
The explanation was it was a visiting gentleman. Wait, no, it's not my go, is it? It's not your go. No, go on, Ryan, please. <laughs> oh, okay. It was a visiting English gentleman who was uh, who recorded his experience of the town and how unclean he said it was. So, is that a point each? I think it might be. Feel free to give me a couple of points. It's not going to hurt, is it? Limit one per point. Okay, the last question of this round is, where did we find a cesspool, an open sewer, a pit of putrefaction? And it's not Pete's bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan. Uh, This is the Scotland episode again. No. No. Peter. Oh, this is one of my episodes. I recognise that phrase. Oh, this is so painful. YouTube comments? <laughs> Very true. Oh, man, I remember that phrase so well, and yet I can't tell you what it's from. It was the Tropic of Cancer episode for half a point now. Oh, what was it? Oh, come on. You can't keep giving him an opportunity. Like, no, I've got, no, I'm I've not got giving him an opportunity. You, you now, it's open to both of you. Yeah, but I don't know, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> OK, it was the Tropic of Cancer by Henry Miller. Oh, wow, of course. Oh, kicking myself. Okay, this is, you'll be pleased to hear the last round. So it's a quick fire round. Fingers on buzzers, Pete. Which iconic horror figure was inspired by a seaside town in Yorkshire? Pete. Was it Dracula? Correct. Oh, it was right, yeah. Because I listened to Jim's episode, because I like Jim more than you. <sighs> Everyone loved that episode. Mm. Let's never have him back. <laughs> <laughs> OK, what significant geographic feature of Cabo Verde, or Cabo Verge, was designated as an emergency landing site for the space shuttle? The beach? No. I, it's the airport. For half a point, but what's it called? I think it's a regular airport. It's just Cabo Verde's... Fi- oh, no, it's named after the singer. Oh, I don't know. Amilcar Cabral International Airport. Yeah, that famous singer, Amilcar Cabral. <laughs> <laughs> OK, what is the national bird of Papua New Guinea, which was once believed to live its entire life on the wing... Due to the way it was presented in Europe. Ryan. Bird of Paradise. Correct. Ah, gosh dang it. Woohoo! And for half a point, a factoid that I interjected in the episode what is the name of footless birds that are on in heraldry? Swallow. Nope. The albatross. Nope. Uh, the starling. No. The house martin. No. The robin. No. The seagull. Do you realise you're using a point every time you do this? I did not know that. <laughs> I feel like maybe you could have told me that earlier. Um, the word there is martlet. Um, all right. I wouldn't have got that. Okay. What unique feature of Antarctic penguins' anatomy allows them to keep their nests clean with a capability that, if humans possessed, could let us hit a dark hole from 12 feet away? Ryan. Projectile pooping. 
Yes, rectal pressure. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, this year, we've got a totally opposite situation to last year. Ryan, you've scored a measly four and a half points. But Peter has scored a massive nineteen and a half. So, this year, Pete has actually won. Yes! I'd like to thank my mother, my father, my uh, cousins for always believing in me. Stop him! Uh, I'd like to thank my agent, my manager. I'd like to thank the inventors for the podcast. I'd like to thank everybody who was there behind me. And most of all, I'd like to thank you, Ryan, for not being that clever. (laughs) My pleasure. (laughs) See you next year. guys thank you everyone for listening hope you've enjoyed 2023 we've got more for you coming in 2024 yeah thanks everyone for listening we really appreciate your support and we will see you next year but in the meantime if you'd like to get in touch about any of the things we've discussed this year you can reach out to us through our website at hhepodcast.com or by email at pete and ryan at hhepodcast.com it's always nice to hear from any of you any suggestions for next year or any feedback we'd love to hear it and if you're on Mastodon, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter, you can find us at HHE Podcast. But until then, a huge thank you to you, Mr. Paul Dursley. Have a good 2024. And thank you also to Jim Coulson, Question Master Extraordinaire. That's it. And I guess all that's left to say now is... For a year, you've been listening to... History happened everywhere. Hey Ryan. Hey Pete. So where is it? Where's what? My money. You bet £100 you were going to win the quiz again this year and I won. Ah, well, that I mean, that wasn't a real bet. Oh, wasn't it? Well, have a listen to this. I bet you £100 I win quiz of the year. No, that was just banter I, I, and I can prove it. Listen to this. I'm only kidding. That's definitely just banter. See? Oh, really? Well, what about this then? And I promise I won't try to get out of it by saying, I'm only kidding. That's definitely just banter. And you can use this recording as proof. Pretty conclusive, right? Uh, Ah, but is it though? What about this? Ryan, how about we do a sketch where you want to have a bet on winning the quiz of the year? That's a great idea. Okay, and your line is, I bet you £100 I win the quiz of the year, and then, and I promise I won't try to get out of it by saying, I'm only kidding, that's definitely just banter, and you can use this recording for proof. And there you have it. Well, wait, 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 wait. Listen to this. Hey, Pete. Hey, Ryan. What are you doing? Uh, I'm trying to write a sketch for the quiz of the year, and I, I had an idea about writing a sketch, about writing a sketch. Don't you think that's a bit too meta? No, I think I can make it work. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I bet you £100 you can't pull it off. I'll take that bet. Right, uh, but 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 what about this though? Ryan, do you fancy lasagna for dinner? Well, what's that got to do with anything? Yeah, sorry, uh, wrong recording. One second. Uh, uh, how about this? And so I said, that's no excuse for hiding in the linen closet. 
Well, what was that? I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting confused. Okay, fine. Look, I owe you £100. No, I, I think I owe you £100. Do you? I, I don't know. I'll tell you what, I do bet you £200 you can't win next year, though. You are on. Wait, are you recording this? What, this? I'll tell you what, I do bet you £200 you can't win next year, though. You are on. Wait, are you recording this? What, this? No. That was just banter! Scheisse propped ointment for hemorrhoids. I prefer anus oil myself. <laughs> History happened everywhere. Brought to you by anus oil. <laughs> <laughs>